When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It ain't easy now. How could I move forward when I keep looking backward? I'm just standing still. How can I fight this obsession? Have I not learned my lesson? Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time once again for another episode of Bad Language in its new time, in its new home. Yeah, there's no more weekends for BAD. Moving up to the big time. I'm on Mondays, coming up after Let's Ride. And if you know anything about time slots, time slots have made some bad shows get good ratings that happened on NBC. Look at different world. That was a suck fest, but it was on after the Cosby show back in 1987. It did real well. Do not tell Mrs. Bad. Cause she loved that show. She thought it was great. Eh, Jasmine guy. Not so much for me. That Dwayne Wayne guy was pretty funny. Kadeem, Kadeem Hardison. Yeah, he was really good, but yes, I am in that new spot right behind one Jefferson Hartman. So it is on like Donkey Kong. I am loving it. So I hope you do too. We're going to be checking out this show every single week. Now, another programming note. If you enjoyed the draft fix in that spot, well, the draft fix is moving to Tuesdays. And that makes a whole lot of sense because the draft fix focuses on the draft. What's going to happen? The NFL draft is only less than two weeks away. 
and they're going to suddenly, they're going to morph. They're going to morph into what is called the fantasy football fix. And they're going to do some stuff in between. They'll wrap up the draft, get you ready for fantasy season. What's going to happen in the fantasy season and the regular season, man, they're not going to be ready on a Monday because all this stuff is going to happen, but they'll be darn sure ready on a Tuesday to have you ready for that next week with fantasy football. So I am pumped for that show as well in that new time slot. And if you haven't checked out that show, man, Andrew Wilbar and Jeremy Betts, they are killing it. They are giving you all of the draft information that you need. They have three prospects on over the weekend. That to me is incredible. They went out and found these guys all by themselves. They had Bailey Zapp. That guy's a top six quarterback in this draft. They had him on that show. Also, the Georgia Southern Corner. They had a kid from Auburn. Auburn? Auburn. There we go. I hope I remember to cut that out, but you know I'm going to be too lazy to. So just forgive me. It's Easter Sunday, even though I wasn't supposed to have all that candy and all that sugar because my A1C is through the roof. Man, I was sneaking into the daughter's Easter basket in nerd's ropes, done. Sour Patch Kids, I killed them. Reese's eggs, those are the best. Man, I'm going crazy. So I am really goofed out on some sugar right now. Hey, that's really no different than any other time. I'm feeling it. I'm loving it. Plus, As I'm recording this, the Pittsburgh Maulers are playing. There's some kind of Pittsburgh football, even though it's in Birmingham, Alabama. What's up with that? It doesn't matter. They're the home team. As soon as I'm off with you, I'm going to get on out there and I'm going to watch me some purple and orange. Yeah, it's weird to say. They kind of changed that color scheme. They were purple and red. Now they're purple and orange. But this is what we need to talk about. I said it. The draft is less than two weeks away. We are going to be talking about newly minted Pittsburgh Steelers, and it is going to be great. Now, you might say to me, bad, this is a really important draft for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They cannot afford to blow this draft. Of course, they cannot afford to draft the wrong guy. I get it. They cannot take that pick Dan to the podium and screw it up. But they don't have to pick by the position. They do not have to be desperate. They are not desperados. They're, Glenn Fry wasn't singing about them or Don Henley or whoever was the lead singer on that. I think it was Henley. But it's not desperado. Why don't you come to your senses? You've been out riding fences for so long now. Great stuff. Remember when Elaine from Seinfeld loved that song and she wanted that to be her song with that one dude? Didn't work because he already had used Desperado before. They don't have to be Desperados. They don't. They can get the right guy. They can get that BPA, that best player available. He is the most popular guy every single draft, and the Steelers love a good BPA. We've seen it 
where you got the BPA and you filled a need. They did it back in 2012. They got the BPA in David DeCastro. They said, yeah, we need the linebacker too, but we value DeCastro because didn't think he was going to be around when they drafted in that draft. They could have got Dante Hightower, but they went with DeCastro. Pretty darn good career here in the Berg for one David DeCastro from Stanford. So that's one of the things that we're talking about. You don't have to be desperate. I'm not going to lie to you. I hated the Ryan Shazier pick from the Ohio State University. I was like, no, I was not with BTSC. I sounded off on Facebook. I went crazy. I'm like, damn it. The Steelers, they, why do they blow it like this? They don't know what they're talking about. My buddy sat me down and said, you know, he's pretty good. He's exactly what they need. Like they don't need a linebacker in this position. They've got linebackers. They've got Timmons. They've got other players that they've got Vince Williams. They don't need to get this guy, but you know what? They got this guy and they made it count. And if it wasn't for that devastating injury, he'd still be roaming the middle and you wouldn't be having the problems and you would, you'd have a different player in there. You're not trading up in 2019, but you can't change that. But that's something you think about. I don't know what the right thing to do is on draft day. I just, I think I know what's right, but I don't newsflash Brian Anthony Davis and anybody else at BTSC, and that includes some very great draft minds like Andrew Wilbar, like Jeremy Betts, like Dave Schofield, like KT Smith, like a good bit of us. I don't claim to be a great draft mind. I, I know names. Jeff Hartman and I are the same with that. We know some names, but these guys dig into it. But the thing about it, we do not have scouting departments in our living room. And no other blog site, no other Pittsburgh media site. You, listening to this right now, you don't have one. You know what you think they should do. And it's, it makes sense. Then they pick a guy that you're like, oh, I hate that deal. I hate the fact that they drafted this kid. Next thing you know, you're buying his jersey because you're loving it. Am I going to admit when I'm wrong? There's one thing about me, B-A-D. I admit when I'm wrong. I was wrong about the Shazier thing. I'm wrong a lot. We have this saying in my house. Every time my wife says, there you go, you're wrong. I have to look at her and I say, you are right. I was wrong all day long. I'm a schlong. I say that because I'm wrong a lot. I don't mind admitting when I'm wrong. But when I'm right, I'm going to talk about it forever, Stefan Wisniewski. Steelers ain't going to have any money to go ahead and pick up uh, any lineman this offseason. It's 2020. They're not going to be able to get a guy like Wisniewski and that. But you know what? I think the Steelers might be able to go get Stefan Wisniewski. Ah, you're crazy. With what money, bad? With what money? You know what? They found the money. They brought him in. Was he successful? No, he got hurt. They ended up cutting ties. But at the time, that's a good deal. And I was right. 
was right about a few things. I'm wrong a lot. But I'm able to have a thorough discussion about it. And that's it. I, you know what? I'm starting to think that I do hit more and more. And here's one thing that I was right about. That I am going to scream to the hills. I'm going to join the men in the hills singing songs about this guy. And it's Owen David, the voice from across the pond. He is with us once again, and he wants to talk about the Steelers drafting and the perspective from Britsburg. Owen, the floor is yours, my friend. Hello, BTSC. Hello, my main man, Bad. Welcome to Britsburg. I'm Britsburg Owen, your voice from across the pond. And welcome to England, guys. So, the NFL draft is fast approaching, isn't it? And, you know, this draft doesn't have to be a matter of life and death for our Pittsburgh Steelers. After the great work that uh, Kevin Colbert, Mike Tomlin, Omar Khan and Brandon Hunt have done in free agency and bringing in such talented players as Miles Jack, James Daniels, Levi Wallace, Mitch Trubisky, etc. It doesn't have to be a life or death situation, really. This is just a great opportunity for the Steelers to add more talent to the roster to look at the players that are going to best suit them the players that are going to best suit their franchise and bring in some extra quality at key positions it isn't a situation where we must go and get certain players unlike last year where Najee Harris was kind of a must-have wasn't he really if you think about it given the fact that Art Rooney the second and numerous Pittsburgh Steelers coaches had identified that the running game was a real issue, ranked 32nd, obviously, that we needed to go and get ourselves a top-end running back. And that's why we got Najee Harris, wasn't it? This draft provides us with the opportunity to really go out there and really strengthen our uh, roster in certain key positions. To look at players um, of the calibre of Andrew Booth Jr., to look at players of the calibre of Lewis Seen, Daxton Hill, Devontae Wyatt, Jameson Williams, Chris Olave, Chad Moomer, all these quality players at lots of different positions, but all positions that will just further strengthen the Pittsburgh Steelers going into the 2022 season. It isn't the end of the world due to the moves that have already been made by the Pittsburgh Steelers. The draft is a fantastic time, an exciting time for Steelers fans in the off-season, isn't it? You know, I've got so many memories of the NFL draft. As someone who got into NFL football in 1988, the draft was a pretty new concept to me. Uh, you know, the English Premier League and English sports don't work like that at all. You know, the best, the, the teams with the most money tend to get the best players. And this system of drafting was fascinating to me. You know, giving those teams that underperform a chance to strengthen by selecting the best players out of college just seemed to make sense as, you know, an outsider. I remember uh, 1989 was the first draft. Obviously, I became a Steelers fan in 88. And after a 6-10 and 10 season, the Steelers got to pick at 7th in the 89 draft, picking up Tim Worley, uh, Worley uh, running back out of Georgia. In that same draft, you know, they selected so many key, so many players. Um, key, key amongst them, Carnell Lake, a future Steelers great. Um, Jerry Olsavsky as well, you know, present Steelers linebacker coach. Uh, Carlton Hasselrig. Uh, Derek Hill, Jarrell Williams, David Arnold, um, 
DJ Johnson. So, you know, different, lots of different players there, lots of different names. Um, you know, all in all, I think they had somewhere in the region of 12 to 13 picks that year in 1989. You know, lots of things stand out to me, you know, from 1990 getting hold of uh, Neil O'Donnell and Barry Foster. We're so lucky as well that we've had 20-odd years of consistency with uh, Kevin Colbert as our GM. Kevin Colbert uh, being able to select some absolutely superb players in the draft. You know, if you look back across Kevin Colbert's time as, as the Steelers GM, some of the draft picks he has made and some of the draft classes he has put together have been well and truly memorable. You know, the top 2010 class when he got uh, Marquise Pouncey, Emmanuel Sanders, and then picked up uh, Antonio Brown in the sixth round. 2011 getting team leader Cam Haywood. 2013 getting... Le'Veon Bell in the second round. Okay, it didn't end well with Bell, but it certainly started well enough. 2014, what a draft 2014 was. I remember the us picking up one of my all-time favourite players, Ryan Shazier. We always must shaleve, shouldn't we? And Stefan Tuitt as well, Martavius Bryant, Dre Archer. So many players in that 2014 draft. 2017, TJ Watt, I remember that. Now I remember back to um, last year's draft, 2021. You know, I remember listening at work and, and interacting over Twitter with the BTSC people, talking about who we picked. I remember, um, you know, in the run-up to the draft, really wanting to get Najee at pick 24, and when that actually happened, being elated. I remember um, going and, you know, into certain parts of the, I, you know, work in retail, certain parts of the store so that I could listen to the NFL draft and, and follow the NFL draft on Twitter, uh, talking about the second round pick. Been shocked at us taking up Pat Freyamuth, you know, expecting someone like Creed Humphrey to be picked at that pick. Um, but, I, you know, I have so many, you know, memories of the draft and, and, and we've been so fortunate, haven't we, to have Kevin Colbert who has picked so many quality players and this is Kevin Colbert's last draft. And I really do think that he is going to make every Every effort to make this a memorable draft no matter what he does to really make it and set up the Pittsburgh Steelers for future success thanks to his hard work along with the scouting department obviously well I can't wait for the NFL draft when it begins I can't wait to see who the Steelers pick up um, you know there's so many positions that I've identified in, in, in the work I've done on, on my channel and I've talked about and obviously identified in the live chat on BTSC so, guys, thanks for listening. This is Pittsburgh Owens signing off over here in the UK. And let's finish this as I always do with Here We Go Steelers. Oh, and great stuff. Thank you so much for joining us. You can catch that silky, smooth British voice from across the pond every single week on bad language. You know, he kind of cleans up my bad language. He's got the etiquette. I'm just here screaming at you just with nonsense. But. I appreciate you sticking with me on this. Thank you, man. I I got to tell you the draft with it coming up. One of my favorite days of the year ever. Now you're going to hear us mention this. Every single one of us love the draft here at BTSC. We're going to work hard. We're going to give you some of the best coverage of the draft that you're going to notice it is going to be here for you last year man we put out so many shows that weekend when it was over we did the wrap-up show jeff hartman dave schofield myself and as soon as we were done we just went like this Whew. 
wow, that was a crazy three days. But it's it, it's so much fun to do. We look at the draft differently now because we're working, because we're reporting, we're finding all the information, we're passing it along to you. So I don't do the things that I usually do in the draft, but I live for this day and I get excited for this day. There's one thing that I do do. I do. Yeah, I said do do. I know. One thing I do, we have that, you know, if you listen to us, we talk about the BTSC Slack channel all the time. And that thing, every second during the draft, I just hear bing, bing. I'm trying to write. I'm trying to prepare one of a million podcasts. Bing, bing. I'm like, ah. And so what I do is when they say Pittsburgh's next on the clock, I am the last person at BTSC to know the pick. And I do that by design because they get it on Twitter before I do because they're looking and they're reporting it. And I want to hear it come out of the commissioner's mouth. I want to hear it come out of Joe Green's mouth. I want to hear it coming out of Milo Ventimiglia and Mandy Moore from This Is Us when they announced the fourth pick in the draft way back when. I want to hear it from them. I want to hear it from somebody that they bring in, a fan. A, a youth, a local youth. I want to hear it from them. I don't want to read it on the Slack. I want the moment. So I put my phone face down right when I hear those dings and I watch it. And then I'm like, all right, crap. Now I've got to catch up because next thing you know, boom, we're on with a podcast and we're going crazy. But the draft is a glorious day. The draft is Christmas morning for me three days in a row. It's kind of a mini Hanukkah where they've got eight days, eight crazy nights. We've got one crazy night, two crazy nights, and one crazy brunch, I guess we'll call it that. But it's so much fun to watch that. And I pay attention to players more than I ever do because now I know, not only do I know the teams that I need to know, from the AFC North, we're talking about all of these guys. And now I know these players more and more because I'm around it all the time here at BTSC. So it's so fun. And if you're listening to guys like Andrew Wilbar and Jeremy Betts and KT Smith and Dave Schofield, and you're looking at the mock drafts. Oh, another great mind, man. I am sorry that I did not mention this guy, Matty P from Australia. This guy from down under, he knows his draft. Guys, we always tease him about doing a million mock drafts, but you know what this guy does? He is a Madden fanatic. He plays Madden all the time, and he will plug these guys. He had Najee Harris on the Steelers two years ago. He had him. He won a season with Najee Harris because he had plugged in because he's adding these guys to the team. He's he's a crazy draft soothsayer. He had the Steelers picking Kendrick Green the week of the draft last year. Nobody had it. Everybody's bad. They got to take Creed Humphreys, Creed Humphreys, Creed Humphreys. They did not. Creed Humphreys was good, but he knew what the team was looking at. And that's the kind of experts you want to listen to. Now, a lot of people ask me, bad, what is your favorite draft moment? I have so many. 
But I could go, you know what? I could actually do this. I haven't tried, but I could tell you about every draft, every Steelers first round pick, at least where I was since 1987. Rod Woodson. Now that draft in 1987, remember Tony Dungy goes to Chuck Nolan says, we might as well not even go to Purdue. We don't have the resources to go and check out this Woodson guy. We're picking at number 10, which is a great place to pick. He's going to be long gone. And just like the Roethlisberger draft in 2004, 1987, the Browns did something stupid to mess it up. They thought everybody thought they were going to go for Rod Woodson. They went Trey Junkin instead. Do you even remember Trey Junkin? Buffalo went with Shane Conlin, I think at number nine, which would have been a good stealer too. But Rod Woodson was a Hall of Famer, newly minted XFL coach, by the way. But Rod, Hot Rod was the great one. And I didn't know as much about him then, but I knew he was crazy fast. He was almost an Olympian. And everybody is singing. Mel Kuyper, he was a lot younger back then. He was singing the songs of this guy because there was no Ravens back then. So he couldn't hate on the Steelers like he does now, but it was great. It was great stuff. So I remember the next year, 1988, I had mono. So, you know, when you lose three months of school, they give you a homebound teacher and that's what they did way back then. So I had a teacher coming in through the day, but I had all this time to watch ESPN remote control on MTV, that game show where I get all my pop culture love. And I was watching Mark, man, I saw every game in the Danny and the miracles, March madness in Kansas university and Larry Brown that year. I, I saw everything. I was go pit. I was watching pit like crazy, but I remember that. So I remember gearing up for this draft and being so excited and being home with mono and they took Aaron Jones. And I was like, oh, who is this guy from Eastern Kentucky? But they made up for it. They took a Hall of Famer in the second round. It was with Dermonte Dawson. Man, man, they loved the state of Kentucky. That year they did, at least. So then the next year was one of my favorite drafts, which they blew it. They blew these picks. And part of the reasons they blew these picks, this is the last time that the Steelers, probably the only time, the only time the Steelers had two number one draft picks. And they got the second draft pick late because they traded Mike Merriweather, a man who told me to my face, man, I wish I would have never held out and, and demanded a trade. I should have never went anywhere. He said that to me in an autograph signing. Love this guy. He was awesome dude when I talked to him. And this was right after the Steelers won Super Bowl 43. I was talking to him in Hagerstown, Maryland. But they tr- Mike Merriweather was holding out. So they got an extra pick in the 20s. They took Tom Ricketts. They took Tim Worley, who was supposed to be great at number seven. The guys that went in the picks before were Troy Aikman. You might've heard of him. Two guys named Sanders, Barry and Dion, Derek Thomas, Broderick Thomas wasn't as good, but you know, he could be mentioned 
in that breath because he went to Tampa Bay ahead of them. You also have Tony Mandarich, which was considered a bust, but he played a long time in this league. I will say that he uh, played a good bit on the offensive line, but he was the number two pick that should have been a superstar and he wasn't. So that was that draft. And I remember this well because I was gearing up because I had one of the lead roles in the Richland High School from Johnstown, Pennsylvania. I had one of the lead roles in the high school musical of Greece. And I had, because of everything, the, the lights would dry out all the hair. So we had to put Vaseline in our hair. So I remember trying to, uh, the, the second day of the draft, because it was on a Saturday that year, Saturday and Sunday, and I remember trying to, in between picks, in between Steeler picks, I'm trying to scrub with simple green, with like car gunk remover, trying to get this out of my head. Who knows what toxins I put in my body when I did that? But I, I remember that well. But if they don't go, if they don't win three out of four to go five and 11, they have a higher pick. Who knows what kind of strange history would have changed. But that 1989 season was a very special season. And I remember that almost going to the AFC championship game. I remember in 1990, they're trading down because they don't want a running back because they had Worley to get Eric Green. I remember 91, Huey Richardson, who in the world is this guy? Yeah, that's what everybody else was asking. I remember so many draft days. I was at a cheat cheese. Yeah, Bad was hanging out on cheat cheese on a Friday night in 1995 to watch the first couple rounds of the draft. And they had the first round pick, second round pick, and the third round pick back in 95. They went Mark Bruner, the tight end. They went to Cordell, which that was just, man, I was thrilled about Cordell. My buddies and I were thrilled because, man, that pass to Westbrook just happened, that miracle in Michigan or whatever, that Hail Mary, whatever they were calling it. I was excited. Remember them taking Brendan Stye, and I'm hanging out at a Chi-Chi's, the bar in Chi-Chi's. I had a thing for the barmaid, and the girl that I just broke up with came to me and said, no one was calling me bad back then. Hey, Brian. Hey, can we talk? Um, you know, maybe we made a mistake. You know, breaking up. I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I'd love to, but the draft's on and I'm with my boys. What a jerk. I, I complete jerk. I didn't want to get back with her, but I was watching the draft and it was great. It was glorious, man. I remember them picking Heath Miller. In 2005, I'm in Vegas playing casino, casino bar golf, man. It's probably the last time I was that drunk. I won and I'm not a good drinker. I hardly drink, but I, I just wanted to win. And I was all jazzed over the Heath Miller pick. I remember my, my buddies are playing a hand of poker, uh, excuse me, a hand of blackjack they're at a table. They're like, come on, man. I'm like, no, the Steelers are about to pick. I'm not missing this. That's what the draft means to me. I love this kind of stuff. I've got a fun story. If you listen to this on Here We Go, the Steelers show, you'd be shocked to know that I spent part of the 2007 draft with one Ryan Clark 
and Anthony Smith. I was in autograph signing. I wasn't signing autographs, but my buddy was hosting an autograph signing in Cumberland, Maryland at the mall. And I was working the tickets for Anthony Smith, I think. And Ryan Clark knew that I was paying attention to the draft on the internet because we were all on the stage together. I was the dorky guy telling him, well, you can't do that. You only paid for this. And I was giving the stuff to Anthony to sign. And what, somebody else was working with Ryan and he kept on yelling down to me. He's like, hey, we, we picking yet? We picking? I'm like, we're coming up. And I remember yelling over to him. I'm like, yeah, the Jets just traded ahead of, of us for Revis. He's like, oh. And he's like, all right. I'm like, we're up. He's like, all right, tell me who we got. And I yell over. We got the kid from Florida State. And he's like, we got Timmons? He goes, that kid's awesome. That's great. And when I heard that, I was like, yes, this is what these guys are thinking about. This is a true team. This is a team getting ready to maybe qualify for a Super Bowl, in which a year later they did. But this is this was a real team that's checking out who the Steelers, who their employer, bringing on. And Ryan Clark was the kind of guy that wasn't like, man, that guy's a threat to my job, whether it was Revis, whether it was anybody. He didn't care. He just wanted to see the team get a good pick. So I always wondered what draft day is like for the players that already exist. We ask these guys, if we get the pleasure of having an interview, we ask them, well, what were your thoughts on draft day? I want to talk about, talk to the veterans and see what their thoughts are on draft day. To me, that's really cool. And I got to experience that one of the, the great sporting stealer moments in my life to be able to do that. And just have that, just have that interaction. Now I'm sure Ryan Clark isn't like, yeah, I spent uh draft day 2007 with bad and that. No, I, I know he's not, but that'd be cool if he did. Ryan Clark, what a gem. I, I love that story. Other drafts, of course, the Roethlisberger draft to me was awesome. I remember, you know, I got all this stuff to make myself steak sandwiches and I'm there in my apartment by myself. But it was just a special moment, and I was calling everybody and saying the Steelers got their quarterback because I never thought he was going to land. 18 years later, we know how valuable that pick was. So the draft day is fun, but they know more than we do. I've been mad at picks, like I said before, but they know more than I do, and they know more than you do. So trust these guys when they're making these picks. I know we could be sitting here two weeks from now and saying, why did they pick Sam Howell? Why did they go quarterback at number 20? Why did they trade up? They need the draft capital. If they do that, don't sweat it because this is not a desperate year for the Pittsburgh Steelers. When we were talking way back, the Steelers can't screw up this draft. Yeah, because it was a lot more desperate than they did it right in free agency. And now they're at a point where they can help themselves with 2002, excuse me, 2022, but they don't need anybody to save them at this point. They can build for 2022 and the future in this draft. So sit back and enjoy and know that these dudes, Kevin Colbert, Mike Tomlin, Brandon Hunt, Omar Khan, the Rooney family knows what they're doing. This could be a different story when we're talking about them bringing in a guy we don't like, but I think it's going to be fine. So think about this. Be bad.
Be like me. When you're watching this draft, think about 5, 10, 15, 20, even 35 years from now. I talked about the 1987 draft, how you're going to be talking about that draft and remembering where you were. That's bad language. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Thanks for hanging out with me, listening to me rant, Listen to me throw some gems of wisdom that might not be wisdom, but in my black and gold brain, I think they are. I love you. Thanks for hanging out. And once again, this is Bad Language, and I ain't apologizing for nothing. When I know that it can never really be the same, how could I move forward when I keep looking backward? I'm just standing still. How? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.